If you're an executive, entrepreneur, seasoned investor, or just a student of the game, you'll love The Great Fail, Adweek's Entrepreneurship Podcast of the Year, a show that artfully uncovers some of the biggest fails in business history and how it might have been prevented. The Great Fail is entertaining, informative, and told through a true crime narrative in under 30 minutes that keeps you at the edge of your seats. So check out The Great Fail wherever you get your podcast. Hi, listeners. I'm your host, Lindsay Smith, and in today's special episode of On the Mic with Ad Results Media, we are sharing with you a rebroadcast of our most recent webinar featuring Pod Save America's John Favreau, Senior Vice President of Marketing at Stamps.com, Mark Krajanski, and Ad Results Media's own CRO, Stephen Shanks. During this conversation, you'll learn about the power of authentic brand endorsements and how they drive massive customer growth. You'll also get a behind-the-scenes look at what makes the relationship between Crooked Media and Stamps.com so special. So let's get started. That's the great thing about Stamps.com. They grow with you. As much fun as I had, I couldn't wait to get back to my sleep number bed. Yep. I love my third love bras. They're hands down the most comfortable bras I've ever owned. I love making Blue Apron. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's my me time. Podcast advertising is driving massive customer growth. Are you listening? John Favreau served as Barack Obama's head speechwriter from 2005 to 2013. Since leaving the White House, Favreau has written and spoken about politics and speechwriting to audiences throughout the world. In 2017, he co-founded Crooked Media, where he's a co-host of Pod Save America. Mark Krajanski is the Senior Vice President of Marketing at Stamps.com. Mark has been with Stamps.com for 21 plus years and is one of the originals in podcast advertising as an innovator there 10 plus years ago by placing some of the very first podcast ads. And I'm Stephen Shanks, a partner and chief revenue officer at Ad Results Media. Similar to Mark, I've been placing podcast ads for 10 plus years and I'm a huge fan of the space. I've had the fortune of seeing many podcasts and podcast networks grow from an idea to an actual company, just like Crooked Media. I've also had the fortune of seeing many advertisers utilize podcasts to help drive massive customer growth. So let's dive right in. John, in your opinion, why should brands advertise on podcasts and what's the best way to get the most out of the show and the host? Uh, thanks, Stephen. And uh, thanks for having me here. So I think one of the more unexpected experiences of hosting a podcast has been um, people coming up to me on the street and talking to me like they've known me for years. So they ask about my dog, my wife, my child. And I, I think that's because there's a certain connection and even intimacy you get from audio that you don't get from other platforms. And I think that that helps build trust between the listener and the host. So when we talk about a product or a brand that we like, listeners are more likely to give it a shot because they know us and then they and they trust us. I think the best way to get the most out of a show and the host, you know, people come to Pod Save America for a no, bull, no bullshit conversation about politics. Uh, so they also expect a, a no bullshit kind of ad read. Um, so what does that mean? It means staying away from generic ad copy. It means having a little fun with the ad read so that we're not taking ourselves or the brand too seriously, even as we're working really hard to sell our listeners on it. You know, we've had so many longtime clients stay with us because we've been able to deliver I think, honest and authentic and funny ad reads like ZipRecruiter, like Noom, and like Stamps.com, uh, who've been with us from the very beginning. 
Fantastic. And how many of those people out of curiosity are wearing friend of the pod or other uh, crooked media t-shirts? <laughs> we, we do get that once in a while. We do get that, but that's always nice to see. Fantastic. So Mark, what is uh, so special about podcast advertising to you? Yeah. So I get that question quite a bit, Steve. Um, so for, for us, podcasts are just just a super unique medium of all the ways that we advertise our, our solutions. Um, I think as John mentioned, there is such a close connection and trust between the host and the audience that you don't find anywhere else. It's not even close. I think another, another important part is that ad reads don't sound like regular advertisements. Um, the regular advertisements you're used to seeing on TV, you're hearing on radio, 30 second spot, 60 second spot and it goes right to the next one, you don't have that in podcasts. And that's also very unique and, and, and just makes it feel like it's part of the show. And that's, you know, that organic part of the show is also what makes it work so well. You know, I think that there's also fewer advertisements in a podcast that, you know, you, you have your TV show at three or four minutes, you know, or five minutes, you have, a, you have a, a set of two or three minutes worth of ads, and then you'll come back and then you'll have another set of ads, you have an ad block and same with the radio program. You have an ad block where you're used to turning the, the, the channel onto something else or going to the bathroom or something else. You don't have that really with podcasts. You'll have a, you'll have the show, you'll have, you know, the, they'll, they'll go on and talk about, you know, a, a product and then go back to the show and it's just woven into the show. And that really, really helps too. Another thing for us is that, um, you know, not, not only is it not formulaic as far as the, the, the ad, but as John mentioned, the host can, can have fun with the, the spot and, and, you know, if the show is entertaining or there's some comedy elements, you know, they can they can do that within the within the uh, the ad spot. And it's great. I, I've, I've heard so many people talk about how they like the ads as much or even more than they do the, the, the show sometimes. So it's just like you don't hear that everywhere else there. People are trying to skip the ads here. They're trying to see, like, what, what is someone going to say about this about this uh, product? So that's really, really unique. Um, another thing for us is uh if, if a host or a network uh, uses our products, that makes it even more special. You know, in, in this case, you know, uh, John and the, the team over at, at Crooked Media use stamps.com to, to fulfill a lot of their merch that, that you know, that, they're, uh, that their listeners buy. So that allows them to talk about how they use it for their, for their business. I and mean, it's really, really organic and natural, and you don't get that in other places. And the last two, two points is that for people who are listening to podcasts, historically, they've been a little bit more tech savvy than, you know, than, than someone who could just push a button power on the radio and, and on, in a car or, a, you know, on, on a remote control at home. You know, we have a technology solution to allow businesses to, to mail and ship. So if they're more comfortable with technology, that's a good fit for us. And lastly, that, you know, podcasts are on demand. So listeners will listen to a show when it's convenient for them on their time. And that's, perfectly aligned with our solution where it's postage on demand for businesses to be able to access, you know, postage for letters and packages when it's convenient for them. So all of those reasons all tie together and it makes podcasts just an incredible medium for us to, to utilize to acquire new customers. All fantastic points. And I, I feel like we could almost stop this panel right here and people would already have all these advertisers, CEOs, CMOs would uh, have enough to go off of why they should be in podcasts, but we're going to keep on going. So, uh, I believe a majority of people that are watching this probably know that Pod Save America is just because it's a consistent top podcast. But advertisers that are looking to advertise in that or expand beyond it, uh, John, would you be able to give us a glimpse into what Crooked is making today, the variety of hosts and everything you're, you guys are currently building? Absolutely. So 
our overall mission at Crooked is to inform, entertain, and inspire audiences with progressive conversation, storytelling, and activism. That's that's the big mission. The heart of that is the news and politics content we create. So not just shows you know, like Pod Save America, Pod Save the World, but uh, our What a Day franchise, which includes both a daily morning news show and a nightly newsletter, or Pod Save the People, which is hosted by Black Lives Matter activist DeRay McKesson and focused on social justice. I will also likely be hosting an interview show on the Pod Save America feed where I uh, have deeper dive conversation with newsmakers, celebrities, journalists, and others specifically about how the internet is breaking our brain, which is a topic that I'm quite interested in. But beyond news and politics, we're also focusing on progressive conversations and storytelling in other areas. Uh, We're really proud of two sports shows we launched this year with the incredible Jason Concepcion, who had formerly been at The Ringer. Uh, We've launched Take Line, which is a podcast co-hosted with the WNBA's Renee Montgomery, which is about the intersection of sports and culture and politics. And we've also launched All Caps NBA, which is a really fun, hilarious YouTube series about sports. Uh, We've also recently launched some fantastic narrative style podcasts. Uh, Wind of Change uh, is a documentary style investigation into a rumor that the very famous song Wind of Change was actually written by the CIA. Um, so we had we had that series come out and it's been very, very popular. And uh, we just launched Edith, which is a scripted comedy series about First Lady Edith Wilson, who was secretly kind of president for a while when uh, Woodrow Wilson had a stroke. Uh, so we really, uh, that's been a real fun series as well. So uh, that's just some of the stuff that we've been up to uh, recently. And again, you know, we're not launching now, not just into news and politics, but entertainment, culture, sports, tech, all of them, you know, the theme that ties them together is just really smart conversations that get people thinking about the world and how to change it. Um, and also a lot of these sort of limited series narrative podcasts, uh, some of which have you know, will go on to be television and, 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 and television shows and film, um, but also just really great listens on their own. Very modest of just a few things as, uh, as you're really <laughs> covering all the categories of the podcast charts. So uh, <laughs> a lot of great things for everyone to listen to coming out. Um, now, Mark, in uh, your perspective, what does stamps.com and ShipStation look for in a host? And, you know, what are some of the goals and KPIs you track against? Yeah, I, I think John hit a, a couple of really good points. I mean, I mentioned earlier that the, the, the strong connection that I think is so unique uh, in the medium. Um, some shows and hosts have it better than others as far as the connection between the host and the listeners. And that's, that, that is just super, super you know, important from an advertiser perspective. So we do look for, for shows where that exists between, you know, just that strong connection between the host and the listeners. Obviously, you know, if, if the, the show host uses stamps.com or ShipStation for themselves or their own business, they're sending out merch or the network is using it to send out merchandise or, or, um, you know, postage for, for, for envelopes or invoices. If they're using it, that's, that's just a, a great thing. And, and they're more familiar with our products and they can speak more organically and accurately about our solutions and why they, why they're, they're helpful to them. And then that would resonate obviously typically well with the small businesses that are listening in their audience. So, you know, you know, so that goes along with, you know, with a, with a host who just kind of believes in the, in the product, even if they're not using it, uh, but they understand that they're super busy and they don't have time necessarily to go to the post office. How a solution like ours that can really help a business save time, be more efficient, be more productive, and they can speak to that. That's who we, we look for as well. You know, as far as, you know, as far as like 
how we kind of measure the success of our of our shows, you know, we are the, the shows that we're on, you know, we're huge performance marketers. I mean, every, everything we do, we track. Um, we're not into branding and awareness. We're really into, you know, we'll look at how much we spend and, and how many signups we get from that and how many good quality signups that we get. So we, we measure that very, very specifically for every show that we're on. And if it works, we, we stay on that show and we, we scale and we invest. Like John mentioned, we've been on PodSave uh, America since the beginning. And uh, we're on, we're still on today and we're on, you know, all throughout the year because we're evergreen marketers. We, we don't really have a lot of seasonality to our business. We help businesses whenever they have a need to mail and ship. So, so that really helps too. We measure a cost per acquisition. So, you know, if we're spending a certain amount on, a, on an ad read, uh, we, we're going to measure how many signups we get against that spend that we that we spend for that that spot and then we look at lifetime value so we look at the quality so not just who's coming in from that show but are they good customers we have a we have a, a service that's a just a month-to-month service so if we don't provide quality products and solutions the customer will leave so um, if if john's talking about this to an audience that doesn't really need stamps.com or ship station and signs up but then leaves it doesn't do us that doesn't do us a, a lot so we have to measure who's coming and then if they're if they stick around and and uh, so that's something that we are constantly looking at and and uh, and, and a show like Pod Save America not only can we you know have the, the the host speak to a huge audience but it's a huge audience of small businesses that have found a need for our service we can measure that and track that with the promo codes and see that they're really using our product and sticking with it and benefiting from it so that's another reason why we you know kind of stay on the the the, the show and and we look for other shows like that as well. You know, and, and so, I mean, we, certain shows like, you know, like John mentioned, we've been on since the beginning, we've been on some shows for 10 years uh, plus, you know, and, and we ha- continue to be on it. And people might say to us, well, you know, hasn't everyone signed up from that show? Well, not necessarily. The, the audience grows over time. There's new people that come on, uh, new listeners that come on, and even people who have been listening for some time, maybe when they first heard the spot, it you know didn't resonate with them. And then something happened and, and something changed and they heard it again. And now they said, Oh, this could really work for me. And, and um, it works at another point. So we, we don't feel like we only need to be on a show for a year or two. If we find the right show with that great connection, we're going to be on as long as it continues to work. And, and if it doesn't work, we're, we're going to work with the show and the network to try to make it work better. But for the, for the really good quality shows, we've been on for a long time and, and uh, I don't see that, that stopping. Fantastic. So for performance marketers, uh, Pot Save America works. <laughs> one one great takeaway. Uh, two, two uh, and six years from now, we'll be doing a 10-year show of uh, how Pot Save America has been fantastic for Stamps.com for that long. But uh, John, on, on all those points, what makes Stamps.com a great product for the team at Pot Save America to advertise? Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty simple. Stamps has been a great product to advertise because it's been a great product to use. Uh, as Mark mentioned, you know, we've been using Stamps.com since Crooked Media was just five people sitting around my kitchen table. Uh, and that was how we that was how we sent stuff out. We used it when we first started shipping merch in the old office that had uh, one bathroom that was next to the kitchen. Uh, we used it all through the pandemic, which, you know, was really important. And so, you know, we have experiences with the product that we can speak authentically about on the pod. And look, I also, we also try to find new stories about using it so that we can change up the pod, make it sound more interesting when we do the ad reads. Uh, I remember after our wedding, we were going to send all the thank you notes out. Uh, my wife, Emily, was like, 
how should we send them all out? Like you talk about stamps.com. Can we use that? Is that like a good thing to use? I'm like, yeah, no, we're, it's it's not a joke. <laughs> so I'm not just saying that. Like, it's a great service. We should use it. Let's send out all the thank you notes with stamps.com. She's like, okay, cool. So I walked her through the whole thing. We did it. And then, you know, we can talk about it on the pod afterwards. And it's a way to sort of change up the ad copy and, and make it sound interesting and authentic and not just be like robots reading the same copy over and over again. So I do think using the product really helps getting to know the product, getting to know the people who are selling the product and the brand itself. That's really important to us as well. And so all of that comes together to make sort of a really good brand or product to advertise with. And and obviously stamps.com fits, uh, fits all those categories. Awesome. And uh, that makes this next question, Mark, pretty, we may have already answered it, but what makes the host of Pod Save America so great for stamps.com? Well, I mean, uh, you know, it's. Uh, I think we did answer it, but uh, I'm happy to say it uh, again because they 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 have a great show. You know, they they um, they take a lot of care and pride in, in producing really good material and content, and that includes the ad reads, like John mentioned, and keep keeping it fresh and and not taking it too seriously, and and talking about the ways that they use the product, and you never know what's going to really resonate with a, with a listener. So it's important to do all of those things. You know, I think that, you know, John and John and, and Tommy, they do like just a great job at not just keeping it fresh, but the ad, the ad reads are funny. Like they're, they're really, they're funny, they're entertaining. And, and it, it really, it really, it really molds with the rest of the show. It doesn't feel like, okay, now it's time to take some serious ad reads and, and let's do these ad reads and then go back to our, 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 our content. So it really blends in, weaves into the show. And it, again, it just does not feel like advertisements. And that's what is typically the magic is just not making it sound like a, just a, a talking head. And, and that's pretty important. And, and the, the cricket team does a great job at that because they use it and because they ship out merch and uh, you know, they're able to, to speak about it in a unique way, talking about the value proposition. People did not want to go to the post office and take trips there during the pandemic and, and um, or at any time when they can just do it more conveniently from their home or office and they can speak to it naturally because they do it. Um, and, and that's, and that's really huge too. The show has obviously grown in audience size and that's huge. Bringing in new audience, new people who can hear them talking about our solution is, is really key. You know, we don't want a stagnant show that just has the same uh, folks listening over and over and over again. So the fact that their, that their show has, has grown so much over time has also helped us as well. And um, I think, you know, that's, that, that's really, that's really it. But I, I think that they just, they're so unique in the way that they do the show and they do the ad reads doesn't sound like ads and keeping it fresh and light and, and all of those things together really make it work for, for us. And I hear so much, so many times from so many people about how much they enjoy the ad reads. You, you know, you'd think it's almost like another segment of the show. <laughs> so uh, to that point, or to final point of question, uh, John, for all these new brands out here that are watching this and are thinking about advertising on podcast or maybe on Crooked Media for the first time, what are the key things they should think about before launching? We are very lucky and very grateful that when we ask our audience to take action in terms of voting or volunteering or any other other kind of activism, um, they usually do it. So if we're asking them to try a product or a brand, you know, we want to make sure it's in line with our values and that we believe in it in ourselves. So we usually like to try the product, do a call with the client so we can get to know each other and ask questions about the product. And then, like we said earlier, have ad copy that allows for some fun 
and some ad-libbing. We love to have ad copy that's changed up once in a while because even though we do enjoy ad-libbing and having some fun with it, if there's new material for us, that makes it easier. But I do think the products where, you know, we were sent some product ahead of time, we get to try it out. And then we do a call with the advertiser or the brand and we sort of go back and forth. That, in my experience, that's helped sort of build the connection with the product and the brand that allows for us to do a more effective ad read and have more fun with it. And those tend to be the brands uh, and the products that we've stayed with the longest and that have, that have worked out well. And I think you made a fantastic point there that needs to be called out again, just because when we started this whole conversation, we were talking about the connection with the audience and authenticity that you knowing that the host vets it, believes in it, can get behind it and discuss it, makes it an authentic experience for when they talk about it to their listener and therefore the fans feel that connectivity and authenticity. And, and that's where we eventually see the magic of the results and, and bringing that to life in such this example, or in, in this example at stamps.com. So that's all, this has all been fantastic. I want to thank our amazing guests, John and Mark for taking the time to share their expertise and experience and everyone for tuning in podcasts play an important role in the advertising ecosystem. Make sure your brand is part of the story. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe for updates on future episodes and leave us a comment with your feedback, questions, or ideas for future segments. If you would like more info on Ad Results Media and what we do, please visit us online at adresultsmedia.com. This podcast is an Ad Results Media production.